I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's Alexis Sanchez. What a finish. Walcott's going to go through and score. Into the middle. Giroud is two. Hello, I'm Russell Hargreaves, welcoming you to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. On today's show, we'll be bringing you parts one and two of a previously unreleased Patrick Vieira Legends documentary. Patrick, of course, captain the Invincibles in that historic 2003-2004 season. He's currently managing New York City FC in MLS. We'd like to hear your favourite Vieira moments via Twitter. Use the hashtag Arsenal Weekly. We'll read a selection of them out on our next show. Without further ado, time for part one of Patrick Vieira Legends. everything because I was coming from Milan nobody knew me and I didn't do nothing in football so I was uh, I was a young talent who didn't do nothing so I had all to prove and all to, uh, to do. Born in Senegal uh, I left Senegal I was eight years old so when you're eight, you just want to, to kick a ball around. And uh, that is where I started to kick, uh, to kick the ball around. It's one of the easy way out, uh, football. But overall, I think we love the game. Uh, we were all passionate about it. And uh, it's really popular because football is not expensive. What you need is just a ball, any kind of ball, and you will enjoy it yourself. And uh, since a young period, you kick around, you spend time with your friend, and you enjoy it. You win, you're happy, you lose, you're crying. And um, growing up, and the love for the game still there. And, uh, and you say to yourself, why not? This is, that can be an easy way out. Growing up in France make me uh, grow up quicker, make me uh, aware of what's happening in the world and uh, that's why I take, uh, I always say that uh, I'm part of the world, I'm one of the kids of the world. I went back, I was uh, 19, I think 20 and, uh, and because I, I had some players in the French national team like uh, Lilian Thuram, Bernard Lama. Christian Carambe, who make me understand how important it is to go back home and to see where you're coming from, because that is a part of myself. And uh, and it was a, it was it was a fantastic moment when I went back. When I get to France, that is where I was. I think around uh, 14, 15. That is where I still play for a club that. I had a chance to realize that that can be my job and I wasn't that bad. And um, with the local local team, we've uh, been very successful, so we get promoted. And when you get promoted, I had this guy who came to me asked me if I want to sign for a different football club. So I said, oh, why are you asking me and not the other one? So that is where I realized that I've 
got something interesting. So one of the scouts from uh, Cannes called me and asked me if I wanted to join them. And I said, Cannes? I never heard it before about Cannes. The only way I heard Cannes was when it was a film festival. So the guys came to uh, my mom's house and talked to me about football, about school, and about all the stuff like that. So he convinced my mom because he was really um, focused, determined, and uh, he was well looking after me. So uh, I decided to go there, and um, and uh, I made the right choice because uh, because I enjoyed my time there, and uh, the people who was working at the football club was uh, was fantastic. And uh, for young players, it was important to have the people around to uh, to show me the way. But that period at Cannes, it was uh, it was strange because I was 19, and uh, on the first team you had player like William Ayash, who was playing for the French team. Uh, you had players. I was 19, and most of the players was around, around 30. So it was really difficult for me to accept to be the captain. So I went around because I had a really good, good relationship with with them. So I went to ask them if I can, if they allowed me to uh, to accept the handband because uh, because I couldn't accept it just like that. So they were all was fantastic and they all say, of course you should accept it, take it, and if you give it to you, you deserve it, all the stuff like that. So so it was good, but I think the manager seen me as a leader, not because the way I talk, but I think the way I behave when I'm on the pitch. I think I always had that inside me, even when I was young. And uh, this is a part of my game, and I think if I've been really successful, it's because I've got this desire inside me, this, uh, this determination. It was unbelievable. I feel like, uh, I don't know, like a kid who uh, it was Maldini, it was Parisi, uh, Costa Curta, it was uh, Roberto Baggio, it was George Weah. So, I get to this dressing room, I was looking around and I said, what are you doing here? I was 19 and I was looking around and... But it was a fantastic experience. Capello was the manager and when he was doing his tactical uh, training, I was always going behind Marcel Desailly or Albertini. So the movement on the pitch, I learned from them. I spent a year there and uh, I left because uh, because I wanted to be part of the French team for the World Cup in '98, and uh, I needed to play. But the year there with all these players, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot. I didn't play so much football for the first team, but but the experience was fantastic. I spent three days at uh, Amsterdam Ajax and uh, I was going there to sign because at that time Ajax was uh, one of the best team around and uh, I was quite interesting but we spent one, two, three days, four days and the deal didn't happen. Arsene called me telling me that uh, he would be in charge for, for for Arsenal if I wanted to go and I said I don't know nothing about England, I don't know nothing about Arsenal but I know a lot about Arsene because uh, he was manager in Cannes years ago and in Monaco as well so I know his reputation so I follow him straight away. I didn't know where I was going to, I just knew I was in England. I knew he was in London, I didn't know a lot about Arsenal. Seeing the players around, uh, big names, big players, and um, it was completely different. The language was, uh, was difficult, um, the culture was completely different, the game that I know was completely different, so I had to adapt myself really, uh, really fast. Nobody knew me in England and uh, I have everything to prove. I knew uh, it was a really demanding game. But I wasn't afraid at all about it, and uh, because I knew myself, I knew that uh, I can fight. I knew that I'm really determined, and I wanted to prove. I wanted to be successful, and I, 
I was a hard worker as well. So knowing myself, I wasn't afraid at all, even if I didn't know where I was going to. You always wait for the first game to prove yourself. So it was, it was a fantastic moment because I was on the bench and all, the atmosphere in the, in, in the stadium was new for me because it was unbelievable. It was more than I was expected. The, the singing, the, uh, the tackles was flying and, and the fan was getting exciting. The fan was so close to the, to the pitch. It was all new for me, so I was getting really exciting. On comes Patrick Vieira for his Arsenal debut. Born in Africa, French under-21 international. Bags of promise, signed from the great AC Milan. It was good because we was losing 1-0. You came on and one, the game finished 4-1 and uh, you're happy with yourself, you're happy with your confidence. All the players come in to you and tell you, well done, you play really well. For young players, it's, 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 a, it's a good start. The back four, they improve, and Arsene didn't take nothing away from them. So it was, you know, okay, I give you something, I give you something as well, and try to work it. And you know, when you're having a discussion with an intelligent person, the best will always come out. And I think that's why, uh, that's why it was perfect. That's why uh, Arsene keep them at the club as well because you know how good they was but how intelligent they are as well as a person so I think that is the strength of, uh, of Arsenal in the in the 98 because they had everything the the winning mentality the uh, the desire to uh, to win uh, the experience and the knows the league and uh, they know each other as well. So, for me, uh, it, was, uh, it was easy. It was easy to play because I knew who was behind. So I wasn't afraid to go forward because I know that there was people really strong at the back and, uh, and when you have them, you feel strong. Adams, he's kept it in. Vieira! It was easy to play. I remember Winterburn, Dixon. Unbelievable. White and left back. Never give up. And uh, never tired, never complain, even in training. So when you see a player of 20 through 23, never complain. How do you want the 19 years old, 20 years old complain? It's not possible. So I think, look at them. That make me grow up as well a lot, make me learn a lot the game as well. I say that um, they had a big part of, of the way I became an Arsenal player. Bounce in front of the goalkeeper. Winterburn with the corner. It drops for Vieira! Well, it's taken a while to get going this game, but Arsenal have now struck twice in quick succession. Still life in the game, according to the referee, and Bergkamp certainly life in him! Bomote! Well, it was guided in with some aplomb. Two to take on, and Overmars has got past them and has scored his first goal in the FA Carling Premiership. The club was changing there, and um, I think Arsene knew everything at the club before you arrived, so he knew what he was going to change, he knew where he needed players for the first few years to be successful, so Arsene made some few changes and Nicolas came and uh, Manu came as well. So I think he was ready to challenge United. Arsenal have got gone somewhat astray in recent weeks, but here is a challenge. If they can rise to it, it would certainly put them back on the rails. 
Well, the high and the mighty meet at Highbury this afternoon. Every chance of an eventful 90 minutes. It is Arsenal against Manchester United. Shooting into the crowd, but it spins away for Nicholas Anelka. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! It's in towards him, as she would have expected, as Manchester United would have expected. That's Vieira! Absolutely fantastic! Gary Neville, Sheringham pulling away from Grimaldi! And Manchester United have got one back. Sheringham! Well, he's done it again. Winterburn's corner. Platt! It was, uh, it, was, it was a good win. And I think this win gave us the belief that we can go and win the league. Because, um, yeah, the start of the season wasn't that good. But, but we were feeling strong, though. We knew that we could do it. But beating United at home the way we did it, with uh, David Platt, who scored as well, um, that was, I think, the, the key moment at that period. Petit. Well, Overmars for the chase here. And Mark Overmars has found the match. Flowers came out this time but didn't get there. Very decisively. Sherwood's in there. Wilcox! Blackburn Rovers have drawn level. We always say that uh, December is always a, a crucial moment and uh, losing to Blackburn and being some... Nobody was expecting us to lose against Blackburn. And uh, it was frustration, disappointment and... Uh, and, uh, and yes, like 15 points, I think we was behind United. And at 15 points before United, behind United, you always think that it's over in December because it would be really difficult to catch them. But of course, we know that in football, anything can uh, can happen. But we, that's why I think the 98 team was quite special because because we was believing ourselves. Okay, we did. We lost against Blackburn, and and everybody was done. And, uh, but we said, OK, we'll see what's going to happen. Still thinking he's got right to use, but he goes for goal! Mark Overmars! The Gunners uh, forward at the corner. And it's Adams! who got the telling touch, 2-0. That's a wise philosophy. Look at the support. It's Ray Parler on the run. March morning, 55,000 fans packed in here to see a match of crucial importance. And Arsenal have the chance here to seriously reopen a championship race which until recently looked a formality for Manchester United. Alex Ferguson is smiling, but he must be now just a little worried. The situation, United nine points clear, a big gap, but, and it's a big but, Arsenal do have three games in hand, and if they win here for the first time in over seven years, it really would look very interesting indeed. This time. And Elka on. Overmars, maybe this time, yes! Arsenal with a crew!
crucial goal with 11 minutes remaining. And Marco Vermaas, who's been the danger man all morning long, is the man who has come up with this crucial goal. There it is now, though. What a win for Arsenal. Their first here since the year of 1990-91, when they went on to become the champions. Is that an omen? Well, Arsenal and their fans will believe that maybe it is. A massive, massive win for Arsenal. We knew that United was the team to beat. We knew that United was the team to follow. And, uh, and this is when everything starts, because we, we was just like them. We had quality, we had determination, we wanted success and we wanted to get it. So United, I think in the, in the past, used to team, everybody was afraid of United. They, United was uh, imposing their, uh, their, their character, their, uh, themselves, and people were making the afraid a little bit. But I think in that period, we just showed, no, okay, you're United, we respect you, but we want to win as much as you want to. So this is where the battle really starts. Uh, and it was, it was a great moment. So it's Everton to kick off. Quite simply fighting for their Premiership lives as Arsenal chase the one win needed. And remember, they've two more games after this. But one win from three matches will give them the title. at the far post and Overmars is still going forward it's Mark Overmars and another one and that's a mistake by Ball and Elka got his head to it and Overmars can roar past Watson here wonderful wonderful goal for Arsenal And here's Steve Bold, and it's Adams, put through by Bold! Would you believe it? That sums it all up. Arsenal, the cream of the crop. Final whistle. Arsenal are the champions. Tony Adams, a hybrid legend in his own time, but by his own admission, a new man who now leads by example off the field as well as on it. When you look at Tony, you knew that he was a leader of the group, you know that he was a leader of the team because the way he stands, his presence, and, uh, and he's on, when he's on the pitch, his uh, determination was quite impressive, and uh, the way that he's leading the Defense, the way that he's talking, he's a leader, he's a true leader. And, uh, and, uh, and it was a good inspiration. Petit's pass, and it's over Mars. He's passed Pistoni! And Arsenal have taken the lead! There's no flag, and it's Anelka! No catching him. Maybe no catching Arsenal now. It's a dream double for Arsenal. The champions have won the FA Cup and Arsene's academy has come up with the right answers again. And it's Adams put through by Bold. Would you believe it? Or oh, Charlie George, who can hit him. Oh, a great goal! It's up for grabs now! Thomas! Right at the end! On the 8th of June 1982, Arsenal signed Tony Woodcock from FC Colne for £600,000. Woodcock and Robson advancing into that area. And Woodcock! What a brilliant goal! 
Woodcock, a European Cup winner with Nottingham Forest back in 1979, had just returned from representing England at the 1982 World Cup when he signed for the Gunners and enjoyed four seasons at Highbury. His finest moment in an Arsenal shirt came in October 1983 when he struck five times to set a new post-war club record as the Gunners beat Aston Villa 6-2 at Villa Park. He was voted the 48th greatest player of all time by Arsenal's fans. His Arsenal Weekly podcast regular John Cross talking about Woodcock's time at the club. So he was a real world-class talent, wasn't he? A great goal finisher and a great poacher as well. You know, Probably signed at a time when he had some glorious times in his career, you know, European Cup winner and, and really significant players sort of, you know, going to Cologne as well. And signed at a time when Arsenal were probably trying to replace a generation that had moved on. I think Frank Stapleton obviously as well. So they're, they're looking to appease the fans and he was a big enough name to do that. Unfortunately, you know, the five goals at Aston Villa was probably his career high point for Arsenal, if you like. And, you know, he did that individually and probably didn't win enough. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. As you should have done as a team player because the team was just going through, through a bit of a barren spell um, at that particular time, but no one could take away from his talent and uh, he was a really top, top striker. In total, Tony played 169 times for Arsenal, scoring 68 goals before returning to SC Cole in 1986 and then retiring from the game four years later in 1990. So that was our history lesson. Time now to meet Arsenal's new number 29, Granite Jacker. Arsenal announced the signing of Swiss midfielder Granite Jacker from Borussia Mönchengladbach at the end of May. He's been speaking to Arsenal.com about his move to the Gunners. I am very happy to be here. Um, for me, it's a, um, it's a dream. It's come true and I'm happy. You've said before, England is my dream. I do not hide it. Why is it so important to you to play here? Um, I know I was, I was young. Um, I think um, my first um, game, I, was, uh, um, I look in the Premier League. And so it's, it was a dream. Um, it's a big dream for me. And yes, now I'm here and I'm very, very happy. What do you like so much about Arsenal Football Club? I like um, too much. Um, it's, it's, it's football. I like it. Um, aggressive. Um, Arsenal is a club. We play football. And um, it's not uh, like other um, countries, but it's very, very nice here. You say it's aggressive, the Premier League, every game is a fight. Yes, every game is a fight. Um, I, like, I like that. And, um, so, but Arsenal can also play football and this is very good. Does the Premier League, is, is it similar to the Bundesliga in many ways? 
I think it's it's not the same. Uh, in Germany, um, you can play aggressive, but um, referee um, always see. Obviously, if English um, whistle. Yeah, and I think in England no, so um, it's better for me. For Arsenal fans who do not know you, how would you describe yourself? How would you describe your playing style? I think I am a player. Um, I like to play football. Um, I am an aggressive player. Um, maybe a leader. I am only 23, but I was in Germany um, captain for a good uh, team. And yeah. One of your old coaches, Otmar Hitzfeld, has said you're like a young Schweinsteiger. If if Otmar Hitzfeld say that, it's for me. Uh, it's a big um, Otmar Hitzfeld is a big coach and gentleman. And I don't know. I am a, a um, Schweinsteiger, but I I I am a other player. I think, and I am Granit Xhaka, and that is true. Um, how much has being a captain helped you become a leader? I was uh, young. Um, I have a big brother. Um, my parents give me all. Um, every day I'm um, the key and not to my big brother so I think um, it's in my head that I am a leader um, and Major Gladbach was very good and yeah. And you're joining an Arsenal team which has finished second in the Premier League do you feel they are on the cusp of great things? Of course um, I look at um, Arsenal not now before every, every, every day every weekend and for me it's Arsenal a big club um, and this year was a second, um, I think, um, very good season. And next year could be first. I hope so. <laughs> Granit will add more steel to the Gunners' midfield for the 2016-17 season. Now it's time to get back to perhaps Arsenal's greatest midfield general and the second part of Patrick Vieira Legends. Um, it's, it's always difficult when you play... Um, in a national team like that, and it was a fantastic generation as well. And my position, you had Manu Petit, Didier Deschamps, Christian Carambeau, uh, Alain Bogossian. So it was really difficult to, uh, to find a place. But, uh, but I was really happy because, um, because I learned a lot. Uh, I played uh, one game and 20 minutes, 15 minutes in the final. So for me, it was more than enough and more than what I was uh, expected. I came on because um, Marcel Dussay was sent off and things happened really quick because I didn't do any warm-up or nothing like that. So the manager told me, change, you're going to come in. Oh, OK. <laughs> so I take the clothes and I went inside the pitch straight away. And uh, we had a corner against us and uh, we went on contra-attack. And uh, Ducari got the ball, he gave it to me, I gave it to Manny Petit. And he scored, and that was uh, that was uh, that was fantastic. The two Arsenal players who had a great time together, who really enjoyed, loved playing together, who were really friendly. I think it's just a feeling, feeling because we loved to play to each other. Because I think we are quite both similar on the on the way we uh, we are as a, as a fighter. We are. Uh, we was ready to. Uh, if I was in in trouble, I knew that I can count on him. And if he was, he knew that even he can count on me. And I think uh, that's why we uh, we was enjoyed playing together. I wanted to bring in a player who could defend well uh, uh, beside Patrick Vieira, and I wanted as well a left leg who can uh, play longer range of balls even if he was not a specialist in midfield, but he developed so well and uh, improved so well during the whole season that uh, he was the type of player we, I think, I'm convinced, we needed and of course we still need. Nicholas Anelka. Overmars, now Petit, this the moment it is! I think Manu Petit was uh, the best partner I had at Arsenal, or everywhere I went, and um, we uh, we need we didn't need to talk. Just the way we look at each other, we understand each other. And uh, and what I love about him is uh, he's never give up. He's always here fighting, and he's got a fantastic left foot as well. Here's Petit. Oh, he's got again. 
after the long wait. The goals are coming thick and fast. The intelligent players can play anywhere on the pitch. And Mane was one of the players. It wasn't a problem for him to play center or left or, or in the midfield. And I think he enjoyed more playing in the midfield because he liked to participate in the game. I think he liked to get the ball, he liked to, uh, to run. Manuel is the kind of players who like to, uh, he liked to be tired at the end of the game. If he's not tired, he feels like he didn't do his job. He was always positive to me and uh, always telling me the truth, what I can improve in my game. And uh, he was really important for my career. Hughes with the free kick. It's Adams! Over Mars, one for Anelka to chase. Stan wanted offside, not given. Schmeichel makes the save. Anelka! 2-0. Over Mars again. Oh, Hughes. I don't know whether he's looking for Jungberg, but he's found it. Some strong-minded individuals in that midfield. Might be an That's understatement on that. That is an understatement. I think he wants a word with Vieira and Keane. There was uh, one or two variables more than anything. This is not about the challenge. This is about what went on after it. Vieira wasn't happy. They're two fiercely committed players, I tell you. Two lads you're looking at there, Keane and Vieira. You'd want them in your side rather than against you. There isn't a doubt about that. I knew how good he was, I knew how important he was for the team and um, I was looking forward to, uh, to respond. I was looking forward to be ready for his challenge or, and I was getting ready to stand for myself and for the team as well. He was as well Martin Kion, Van Dieselroy, he was uh, uh, cherry against uh, sometimes Barthes or Stam at the period but he was... Um, it was fantastic. It was really good. I think uh, maybe the Premiership wanted it as well. Everybody create this kind of uh, atmosphere between uh, between the two teams, between the two players. But um, but I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. as well so uh, that was disappointing but yeah overall I, I think when you look back on this season it's uh, it would have been tremendous to, to, to win the double again. team in England in the last 20 years and uh, and you always want to beat the best more Arsenal pressure Kanu and this time they have broken through hopes are still alive at Highbury the Nigerian again when you think that uh, We've done uh, 21 games, 16 uh, victories, 4 draws and 1 loss since December. It's amazing. But uh, Man United had a great season as well, that's why it wasn't good enough. I knew him when I was in Monaco, he was one of my youth team players. And I made him start in a professional team as a central striker. I signed him then because he had the pace, 
the physical power, the spirit, and I believe the potential to play central striker. We had quite the same um, same road because um, I was in AC when I was young, and he was in Juventus, and he didn't play a lot. So he um, he arrived at Arsenal and. Uh, with his big expectation and uh, he knew what Arsenal was all about because there was a few French players already there so he knew where he was going and uh, he had the first difficult season. Canu has got the better of Taggart and here's Aurey with his first opportunity in Arsenal's colours. Still looking to open his Arsenal account and close I was there for him when he wanted to. And um, and I know how frustrated he was for him because Jerry liked everything to be perfect. And uh, and I knew that he was going through a difficult period, but we was more laughing about it, try to make him more relaxed than than talk about it to frustrate him more than he was already. But I knew his potential was, 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 was massive because I knew him as, as a player. And, uh, but working in front of the goal, doing extra after training, because Cherry is somebody who really loved the game. He loved playing football. So it was easy for him to stay after training on the pitch and doing some, uh, some work in front of the goal. So when, he's scoring, when he starts scoring goals, I said, Nobody can stop him anymore. Coming further forward. Well, that is a fine first goal for Arsenal, for the young Frenchman. Overmars pass, and Ori's got the pace, and everything else as well. It's, he can't hold off. Ori! Well, it's typical this of Thierry Henry's growing confidence. And here's Ori. Ori's through! Ori. Still Henry, the opposition just melted away from him. Oh, we need an extra supply of superlatives for this fella. And it's 3-0 to the Gunners. Arsenal fans, they had before, they had Ian Wright, then they had uh, Niklas, then I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, to make them happy. It was very important for me to, to play well and to score some few goals. That was a little bit too much for myself and and uh, for the team as well, because you always leave the team with 10 men, it's not easy. But um, I think that period was really important because I take a lot on me and I learn a lot. And Arsenal was really important because because on the heat I said that I, I had enough, I just want to go, I had enough. I didn't clear the locker, but I said I'm gone, yes. But in the heat of the moment, you always say things that you regret. But a few days after talking to him, make me realise that I can't blame any people as well. I have to take responsibility for what I'm doing. So that makes me grow up as well. You always learn when bad things happen, you know, because you need to look at yourself. And that's what I did. And uh, something that I wasn't, I'm not proud at all, and I will not enjoy it, watching it will be uh, with Neil Reduct. Uh, because I really feel that I've left myself down. It's something that I will not be proud to look again. Uh, but all the other red cards or yellow cards, that was part of the game. That was the challenge. Maybe I was late, maybe I was a bit too much. Or, but that was part of the game. I never had a bad intention of making injuries or anything like that. The air again. Robert Pires. Nice piece of skill. Still Pires. Oh, he's bent it in. Wonderful goal. But there's a player where his first quality is not the physical aspect. He's not the kind of player who will go tackling 
or we'll go jumping with the header or you know, Robert is all in his foot and one, two, small movement and uh, clever, clever. Robert is one of the players that he will know where the ball will go before you even think about it. He will react more quicker than anybody else. So that's why when he's like 10 players in the box, the ball will always go in him because he will know where the ball will bounce. He had his injuries where you take time and at his age it's really difficult to come back from it. And uh, he showed to everybody how determined he was and uh, he went, he worked really hard, he came back playing really well, unbelievably well. And, uh, and you know, sometimes when you're in a difficult period like that, you just show to people how strong you are. And I think that moment Robert showed that he's not soft, that everybody thinks he is. And here goes Henri. Will talk great save by Poom. And Pires puts the rebound in. And it was a typically nerveless finish from Robert Pires. Back against Perez, who's left him and left Schmeichel. That is an outstanding goal. A wonderful night's work from Arsenal. And it's not finished yet because Dennis Bergkamp has put his stamp on the evening. And all right, he'll take some catching here. They can't catch him. And it's speedy Arsenal again in more ways than one. Scrim off these cross. Jungberg! When they needed him today, Freddie has been ready. 2002 FA Cup final, bringing two clubs from the capital of England into the capital city of Wales. Arsenal have been waiting. They were here, of course, 12 months ago, but were overturned by Michael Owen. So it is. FA Cup final number 121, the second here in South Wales, the second here in South Wales for Arsenal. Parler, can he have a crack here? Ray Parler! Jungberg taking Chelsea on, he's got the better of Terry. Freddie Jungberg! Oh! Arsenal have produced two absolute stunners here. Chelsea are now finished. This Capital Cup final goes to Arsenal. They're dreaming of a double. And the first part of that dream has come true. Celebrations in Cardiff. Arsenal's eighth win. It puts them level with their great rivals Tottenham. Joint second now on the all-time roll of honour to Manchester United. And now it is Manchester United coming up on Wednesday. Arsenal famously went to Anfield and took the championship from Liverpool. Can they repeat the feat here? The den is Old Trafford, the lion is Manchester United. We are looking at the top two in the country over the last four seasons. But here's the balance of power swinging away from Old Trafford. Arsenal can take the title home tonight to Highbury where the FA Cup is already in place. In 10 years of the Premiership, there has never been a head-to-head -head like this. The game I love really is the one when we win the league at Manchester, because always a rivalry between the two clubs and uh, winning the league there, something really special. Oh, a mistake by Silvestre. And here's uh, Will Tor. And Jungberg, he's in again, pushed out by Bartes, Wiltor! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and it might just be the most important goal of the lot. Silva Wiltor, yes, says Arsene Wenger. Arsenal are the champions! They've taken the title away from Manchester United. They've done it here at Old Trafford. And they have done the double.
really, really wanted to do it so bad. And uh, of course, they knew that we was going to win the league, but they go, they was thinking now they will win it, but not here. And we were going to, we were going to win it, but here. So it was really, but we did it, and what a pleasure after the game. Our fans stayed there for hours singing, and uh, we went there celebrate. It was a fantastic moment. Down the years, Arsenal have been successful, but not always admired. But up and down the land, you do sense a genuine appreciation for the way this Arsenal team play. And tonight, they were perfect. 2002 winning the doubles was a uh, was good feeling because uh, because we didn't want it to go to a second season with not winning a, winning a trophy. And Tony Adams sets forward. Arsenal in the end very conclusive champions. The Premiership and the FA Cup will be proudly on show side by side at Highbury. They are back at the summit of English football again. And they are Arsenal. When you are captain, you have to lead as an example. And uh, that is, I think, one of the ways Anderson gave me the handband as well. Because he wanted me to, um, to take responsibility, but to act as a res responsible person as well. And um, getting too many yellow cards, red cards, I make mistakes. And um, I learn from it as well. And, uh, and yeah, having a handband make me... Uh, Make me a better player, and um, I was maybe more concentrated of uh, what I was doing on the pitch as well. That's full time for the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. We'll be back on Monday the 20th of June with the second half of our Patrick Vieira Legends documentary. To make sure that you don't miss another episode, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or follow the Arsenal SoundCloud page. Remember to get your Vieira tweets in using the hashtag ArsenalWeekly and we'll be reading through the very best of those. Until then, it's bye for now and come on, you gunners. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.